Have you ever sat down and thought that you were supposed to start a podcast? Have you ever wondered how you're going to do that and how that will work? Anchor.fm is the link where this podcast is recorded. It is so helpful, so easy to do. Now, come on, people. If I can do it, y'all can do it. I'm telling you what. So (laughs) go to anchor.fm, start your podcast, and follow what God is calling you to do. Do you want to go deeper in your faith even while you're on the go? No matter how busy the season you're in, Access More has a library of faith-based podcasts to help you grow spiritually with podcasts from Christian thought leaders such as Christine Kane, Lisa Harper, Taryn Wells, and Bob Goff. You can hear podcasts on religion, culture, family, entertainment, and so much more. Access More gives you a safe space to find inspiring conversations about faith. Start listening today at accessmore.com or the Access More app. Hey guys, welcome to season six of the Anchor by the Sword podcast. I am so grateful to each and every one of you who have been tuning in to the freedom stories of the individuals who have graciously agreed to come on and share with each of you. So let's keep going. Season six starts now. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of the Anchor by the Sword podcast. I am really excited to introduce you to someone who I read her first book, Fall in Love with God's Word, and now she has a new book coming out soon, which we'll talk about in this episode. So Brittany Ann, thank you so much for joining me today. Well, absolutely. Thank you so much for having me. Absolutely. Can you tell my listeners more about yourself? Well, my name is Brittany Ann. I am the owner of equippinggodlywomen.com, where I challenge, encourage, and equip Christian women to go all in, in faith and family. And I am author of the books, Fall in Love with God's Word, which you mentioned a minute ago, and my latest book that's coming out here real soon, Follow God's Will. So um, what got you into doing everything that you're doing? This is such a fun question because so often I think that people have this misconception that in order to follow God's will, you have to first know what God's will is. Like he's going to give you this big sign out of the sky that's going to say, you are called to do this thing. But Uh for for me, it really wasn't that way at all. I started in online ministry simply because I was a young mom and I had a baby home and I was looking for ways to make a little bit of extra money on the side. So Mm -hmm. I found out that, Hey, you could write online articles and you could get paid to do that. And so I said, you know, I'm not doing anything during nap time. I have Mm -hmm. no prior skills or like no background in this, but like I could do this. I could write a few articles. So it really just started with taking those first steps that I had no idea were God's will for my life and just saying, Hey, this is something I could do. This is something that I could try. And from there, it was very much a matter of when I would walk through one door, the next door would open. And then when I'd walk through that door, the next door would open. So I never came into it with this grand plan of, Oh, I'm going to follow God's will and being a Christian author and a conference host and all of these things. It was very much a matter of, Hey, that looks fun. Like I could try that. Let's see how that would turn out. So it really has been just following God's leading step-by-step along the way. And I mean, there've been times where I've think where I've tried things and said, Mm -hmm. okay, maybe that's not the direction we're going to go. Like that's not a good fit for me. Mm -hmm. There's other things that I've tried where I'm like, this is really fun and this is working really well. So it really has been kind of a dance and a leading that has happened over a lot of years. Oh, I love that so much. It just shows that it's not always what your first idea is. And God just, God's like, well, this is what I have for you. And even if you try and fail, then at least, you know, you tried. 
So. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. So let's talk about your story. Sure. So I will just be honest. I was a complete mess in high school. <laughs> I just was, it was a very difficult time for me where I was anorexic. I was depressed. I was all kinds of things that you would need a trigger warning first on this episode. It was just <laughs> a really difficult time in my life. And <laughs> the difficult thing was that nobody knew what was wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, my parents, my youth pastor, my teachers would try to send me to counselors who'd send me to other counselors and nobody could figure out what is wrong because I grew up in a wonderful Christian family. I had parents who loved me. There wasn't anything in my life where I could point to, Oh, this thing that happened that was so traumatic to me. I had a very normal, what I think, um, very normal Christian upbringing with parents who loved me. And yet I was just so miserable and so broken. So Mm -hmm. for me, it really was a matter of my youth pastor coming alongside of me and saying, you know, we can't leave you like this. Something is going on here. We need to take you to this place where you can get some prayer and you need to get into some counseling. And so I went through counseling with him and another um, female Christian leader in our youth group where they walked me through, like, this is what spiritual warfare is. And this is what we think is happening with you. Mm-hmm. And I didn't know it was a thing at all. I, I was younger and I I didn't know anything about it. We even were at a denomination that didn't really talk about spiritual warfare. He said, you know, I think this may be what's going on with you. And we had to go through and he took me through these steps of, you know, this is what God says about you. This is the mm-hmm. truth of God's word. And just systematically going through and finding where are the sins in your life that you have done that are putting you in bondage and what are the lies that you're believing that are putting you in bondage. And it was just such a raw experience of going through and having to admit, I was fine to admit, like, I don't care if it's going to help me be better. Like I'll admit everything. I don't care. Um, but going through and systematically dealing with all of these things that it can feel like maybe sin isn't a big deal, or, you know, you believe a lie Well, everybody believes these negative thoughts about themselves. But for me, these negative thoughts and these things um, that were in my life had really taken hold and were holding me in bondage and holding me captive. So that really began the process of saying, okay, you need to believe the truth about who God is. And you need to believe the truth about what he says about you. And you need to you know, stop with these sins. You need to repent. You need to move forward in what God has for you instead. So unfortunately, it wasn't an overnight process where like the next day I woke up and it was rainbows and flowers and all of the things. It was definitely a process. And it's a process I think all Christians have to go through mm-hmm. throughout our life. There's still time where I have to ask myself, okay, I'm feeling this way. Is this truth or is this a feeling? Because our feelings are not truth. They Mm -hmm. can inform us. They can give us additional information that's helpful, Um, but our feelings are not always the truth. So always taking whatever we're feeling, whatever we're thinking, taking it back to God's word, to what he says is truth and choosing to believe that and choosing to walk in it and choosing to walk in obedience, even when it seems really hard or scary. Again, mm-hmm. it's a continual process, but it is so worth it. Looking back over my life, I can never, ever, ever think of a single time where I have obeyed what God has called me to do and later regretted it. Mm-hmm. Even when it seems so hard and so scary. And I'm like, I don't know how I could possibly do these things when I obey and I follow what God has asked me to do, it always works out in my benefit. So now I just try to remember that like he's come through for you every time before. So this time, like you just need to listen, stop with all the theatrics and just obey the first time. Um, And it's hard, Mm -hmm. but it really does make a tremendous difference. Absolutely. Thank you for sharing your story. I just, um, I have a few follow-up questions with your story. 
you said that you work together with your pastor and another youth leader. Mm -hmm. Um, what other kind of steps did you take? I know you went to counseling, that kind of stuff. Um, did you seek treatment with the anorexia? Did you, um, do any of those type of thing, like inpatient or anything? Personally, I did not, I didn't Mm -hmm. need to, um, I do want to say that God created us all differently. And if you are somebody who needs to go to counseling, please go to counseling. God gave us um, medicines and counselors and all of these things for a reason. And those are resources. If you need them, by all means. Exactly. For me, for me though, it really was a spiritual issue. And it really mm-hmm. came down for me to what I was believing about God and what I was believing about others. I don't think that that would work for everybody. But for me, that was what I had needed. Um So it was a process and I really had to work through some things and it took years and just prayer and healing. So I want to be very clear that those things are very appropriate, but for me, I didn't have to go through Mm -hmm. that process. Mm -hmm. So how have you seen him use your story? I think one of the biggest benefits of it is first that it's drawn me closer to him and I've learned more about him. I learned more about, um, God and who he is and what he wants for us, not just from us, but for us, Mm -hmm. because I had to get in and I had to get in God's word and I had to cling to those truths. So I think it was really helpful in that sense, just to know God more that Mm -hmm. he's not just some distant taskmaster in the sky who's saying, you better do this, or I'm going to be angry or you don't Mm -hmm. measure up. He's not like that at all. He's so gentle and he's so loving and the things that he tells us to do, because God does ask us to do things and he does call us to obedience, but the things that he asks us to do are always in our best interest. They're for us. He's working for us, for our good and for the good of others. And Mm -hmm. so that was the biggest thing was just to know, like, this is the God that we serve, that he loves us, that he's constantly there, that he's working, even when you don't see it. And I've had prayers even recently where I'm like, God, where are you? What is going on? Like, this is not okay. What is happening here? But just to have that assurance, like God knows and he cares and he has a plan. And even if you don't know what God's plan is for your future, even if you don't know what God's will is, just because you don't know God's will for your life doesn't mean he doesn't have one. The Bible tells us that he created all of us on purpose for a reason. Mm -hmm. And that reason is different. God created us all very different and unique, and that's beautiful, but God absolutely created all of us on purpose for a reason. Um, so that's the first thing is just learning more about who God is and who we are in him. And that just, that worldview just changes everything. But then Mm -hmm. also it has allowed me to also share that truth with other women, because I feel like so often we have this tendency where we have to show up and have it all together and we have to be perfect and show up on Sunday mornings and hi, how are you? Oh, I'm good. How are you? And you're not really good, but you feel like that's what you have to say. You can't show other people. This is what I'm really dealing with right now. Like I'm struggling with something. It's hard, but you can't talk about it. And so I think it has been also just so helpful that anytime that I am able to be open and relate to to other people, it gives them permission and it makes them more comfortable to be Mm -hmm. able to open as well. So now I just love to, I'm like, I'll tell anybody anything because I don't care (laughs) because it's not about me. It's not my story. It doesn't reflect poorly on me. It's a story of look who I was. I know who I was without God. And I have a pretty good idea of where I would be if it wasn't mm-hmm. for God. Like I know. So this God that I serve, I am faithful to the end, you know, God willing, I am faithful to the end because I know where I was 
before him. I mean, and I was a Christian then, but I wasn't living it out. I didn't understand all of it to the extent. And I mean, I'm still learning more now, Mm -hmm. but like, I know where I was when I was trying to do things my own way, apart from God, I've seen how that goes. And so Mm -hmm. now I want to follow God's will. I want to be obedient to him. Maybe not in the exact minute. Cause I'm like, Oh, this is hard. But (laughs) I, I want to want that. Like I want to go that direction because I've seen that it's so good. And so the more that I can talk about that and the more that I can share my story or anything, like the knowledge that I've learned along the way, I love sharing practical advice, Mm -hmm. um, teaching because I have seen what a difference it's made in my own life. Like I talk all the time about getting in God's word and following God's will, not because I'm trying to be like, okay, well, you're a Christian and you should do X, Y, Z. These are the things, but because I've seen like, this is what my life was like. And Oh, like it was awful. <laughs> and now like, not that there's not other things we need, like, cause yes, we do need to take practical steps sometimes too. We do need to go to counseling or mm-hmm. um, go to school or work hard or whatever. Like there is that natural element as well, but I have seen what a difference it has made when I have followed God's will for my life, when I've done things his way. Mm-hmm. And I just want to share that with others because like, why would you want someone else to stay in this difficult place. Like if you have the answer or you think you have something that could be at all helpful, it's like, you want to share, you want to say like, okay, I don't understand everything you're going through, but like, let me tell you some of my story and let (laughs) me tell you some of what I know. And that, I mean, at the core is evangelism. It's not that you have all of the answers. It's not that you know everything. It's just, Hey, this is, this is what I know. It's not everything, but I'll share some of my story with you. And maybe you'll find it helpful. And maybe I can point you to this Jesus. Who's so good. And I can introduce you, like, even for Christians, just because so often we have like a misperception of what God is or what he's asking of us. So even to say like, no, this is the Jesus that I know mm-hmm. he loves you and you can go to him. And that's so good. Absolutely. That will definitely preach to people. And I know he's our, he's worked through you so much through the group he's given you through the conference Um, through the books you've been writing and you talked a lot about following God's will when you were just talking. So let's go ahead and talk a little bit about your new book. What was the whole inspiration behind this book? Well, this book was actually a follow-up of my first book. Mm -hmm. So my first book that you mentioned earlier is called Fall in Love with God's Word. And that started because I just noticed amongst Christian women that we want to be in God's Word. We know like we are Christians, we should read the Bible. Mm -hmm. But so many of us, myself often included, are just not reading the Bible as much as we should. So that's where it started with that first book of uh, trying to answer this question very honestly, why aren't we reading the Bible, even though we say we want to, and Mm -hmm. just giving some really practical tips to really dive into how, how do we create this quiet time that we love? So it's not just a to-do list, but Mm -hmm. how do we create this, um, time where we love to be in God's word? So that was the first book. Mm -hmm. And I say all that to say the second book came out of that. So once you have that time in God's word, once you're reading the Bible, the next question is, okay, I know what it says, how do I live that out? What does that look like? And that's all what follow God's will is about is figuring out what is God's will for all of us as Christians? What does he actually ask of us? What does he really want from us, from all of us as Christians on a global scale? And then narrowing down into what does God want from me personally, whether Mm -hmm. that's the big things in terms of, do I become a missionary or do I become a teacher or do I have another kid? Um, The big questions, how do I know what God wants me to do? But then also just in the day-to-day things, like what does your faith look like on a random Tuesday? How Mm -hmm. do you 
witness to the people around you? What does it look like to share the gospel? How do you engage on social media? How do you read the Bible and those verses that are so difficult? How do you understand them more accurately? How do you deal with um, maybe a husband or a mother-in-law or a child who is just driving you crazy? You know, <laughs> okay, I know the Bible says I'm supposed to love them, but like how? Mm-hmm. Um, I'm all about the practical. Like, don't just tell me to love someone yep. or respect someone. Like, I know I'm supposed to respect, but like what? does that mean? Like, give me action verbs. Like, how do I do that? Mm -hmm. Um, So this book is not like a step-by-step. This is what Brittany does. And like you like do X, Y, Z. But it really just provides this framework to lead people to the Bible, to God's word to say, okay, this is what the Bible says. Here are your step-by-step guides. I can't give you the answers for your situation because it's going to look different for everyone. Like, I don't know what God called you to do, mm-hmm. um, but I, through this book, I absolutely go through and say, okay, here are the questions you need to ask. If you have any kind of decision you're wrestling with, here are the step-by-step, do this, do this, do this, mm-hmm. ask yourself this question, ask yourself this question to mm-hmm. help you be able to understand God's will for your life, both in the big things and the small things, and then to be able to boldly live that out. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's so good. Um, One of the things you talk about is this checklist mentality. So uh, can we talk a little bit about that? Yeah, absolutely. I love to talk about that because (laughs) I think it's something that so many of us deal with and we don't even Mm -hmm. think about. I know I do all the time on a daily basis. Like I am a busy mom. I have things that I have to do Mm -hmm. and I'm grateful that I get to do them. I don't, I I have to do them, but I get to do them. Mm -hmm. So I have a family that needs things. I have kids that need to go to school and I have a puppy that needs more food and water and I (laughs) need to go to the grocery store and I need to do the laundry. So it can be so easy as we go throughout our days because we are so busy as moms or Christian women in general, even if you're not a mom, but because we're so busy, it can be really easy to make our to-do list. And I make a to-do list every single day, um, every day, like even on a Sunday, I'm like, okay, today I am going to (laughs) church. I am going to read a book, like even for relaxing, I am Uh a to-do list kind of person. Mm -hmm. Um, but I think it can be so easy to make our to-do list and say, okay, I have to take care of the kids. I have to take care of the dog. I have to do the dishes. I have to do the laundry. I have to read my Bible for 15 minutes. Okay. I read my Bible, check it off the list. That's done. Move on with your life. And you just see it as another obligation, another have mm-hmm. to, another like task or chore on your day that you have to get to. Mm-hmm. And so in my book, fall in love with God's word, I just try to challenge people to move beyond I mean, not that you can't put it on your to-do list because I have definitely been known to do that, Um, but to move beyond just having it as this thing that's on your to-do list that you have to get done into, Mm -hmm. you know, I get to spend time with the God of the entire universe. You know, the God that created everything that like created human beings. And we are so intricate and like complex in the most beautiful way. And he created the rainforest and he created snowflakes and he created everything. And he's so big and he's so good. And I get to open his word and I get to read his message for me. And I get to talk to him and I get to know his heart. And I get to like, say, this is who I am. And I'm like, I don't feel good enough half the time. And he's like, but you know what? I created you and I love you. Mm-hmm. Um, that's just so precious. Like, I don't want to reduce that to like a 15 minute, got it done, checked it off the box. Like, I want that to be something that's so beautiful and special. And, you know, maybe not every day it is. Maybe some days you're like, okay, I got it done because Mm -hmm. we do like, it's important to have that habit and routine, but I just want to challenge women to move beyond 
just seeing it as something that has to get done to like, this is something that's special that I get to do. I get to spend time with the God of the universe. And that's Mm -hmm. just so precious. Mm -hmm. Definitely. Definitely. When you were going through all the things you were going through, when you're going through your battle, when you go through even the day-to-day, you know, breaking out of that mentality, all of the things, what verses keep you anchored and draw you back in? So my favorite verse of all time, and it has been for so long, um, is Psalm 27, four. Mm-hmm. And it says, one thing I ask from the Lord, this only do I seek that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life to gaze on the beauty of the Lord and to seek him in his temple. And I just love this first because it's such a good reminder that no matter what we do, whether it is taking care of the kids when they're up at 3 a.m. sick on the toilet, or <laughs> it is working Christian ministry and writing books, or it is trying to get a stain out of a shirt, or it is digging up weeds or sitting in traffic it doesn't matter what we do, no matter what we do. It says this only I seek of the Lord. Like this is my one focus. Like this is the thing I want. Like maybe there's other things I want. Maybe I want a good lunch. Maybe I want some cute shoes. Maybe, you know, there's a lot of things I could want, but like, this is what I want more than anything else, more than anything I could ever desire in the whole world, more than anything. I want to sit in front of the Lord and to gaze upon his beauty. And I just love this verse because it's such a reminder to me that no matter what I do, I want to do it as a Christian. I want everything that I do to flow out of that. I want it to be an expression of God's love to those around me, that I'm not just cleaning a shirt, that I'm not just cleaning up three MSs. It is, you know, God placed me here right now, exactly where I am in this mundane day-to-day or night. He placed me here so that I could love on other people exactly right where I am. And I think so often we make things so complicated and we think, okay, well, God's will for my life. If I want to follow God's will, I have to go do this big, incredible thing. And we hear these stories. And I love these stories of, you know, you're going to go be a missionary. You're going to go do this or that, or these big, larger than life callings. And those are beautiful. And I love them. But just as important are those little day-to-day moments where God put you right where you are. So when you see that person in front of you at the checkout, you could speak a word of encouragement to her. Like maybe it's a mom having a really hard day and you just come alongside her and just encourage her and love on her. Or maybe you have a sister-in-law who's going through something really rough and you just, you say, okay, I'm going to commit myself to like texting her, to praying for her, to encouraging her. And so often we feel like maybe these calls don't matter, but they do. They matter just as much. Um, To share a story recently, I was on a retreat with a bunch of writers and we all went around the table. There was about 12 of us and they asked us, who is someone who has had a tremendous impact on your life? And you can't say Jesus and you can't say your mom. And I was like, well, (laughs) I was about to say my mom because yes, that's like the person they're like, you cannot say your mom. Those were the rules. But as everybody went around the table, I just noticed, and I wasn't really surprised because I thought this would happen. But as everyone went around the table, the answers were my husband, a lady at my church, my youth pastor, um, a teacher. It wasn't not, and we were all writers. There was not a single person there who said this writer who wrote something amazing or this missionary or this um, like larger than life personality. It was, you know, just somebody that I knew in my day to day, somebody Mm -hmm. that I like knew in real life on a personal level. 
So I just want to encourage people, you don't have to go like in order to follow God's will, you don't have to go do this big grand thing. And if God's calling you to do the big grand thing, then like, yes, you do need to obey, go do the big grand thing. I'll be clear about that. Um, if that is what God is calling you to, then obey and go do it. But even if he's doing that, he's also calling every single one of us to love the people right around us. He's calling us to love our husbands. If you're listening to this right now and you're married or you're a mom or what, you know, whatever roles God has called you to, God is calling you to love your husband, even when it's not easy, even when he is driving you bananas and you're like, would you please just go away and stop it? Cause you're driving me crazy. Um, God is calling you to love him. Like you're the only wife he gets, like go be a blessing to him. Even when you don't feel like it, even when it's hard, even when it's, you have to swallow your pride and you're like, I, I know you are wrong and I'm right here, but we're just going to like. God has put you as the only wife he gets, like, go be loving to him. Go be a blessing to him. Same with your children. And you don't want to be up at 3am in the morning and you're tired. And you're like, why does this baby keep waking me up? God has given you these blessings of children. He has given you, um, to them. Like he has put you, he could have given these children, anyone for a mom, but he put you as their mom. Um, so that you could love on them and that you could train them up. And we can't step out of that. And we can't think, oh, well, these calls aren't important and we need to go do these other things. No, God has placed you in your marriage. God has placed you as your children's mother. God has placed you where you work with the coworkers that you have. God has placed you in your church. God has placed you in your neighborhood. God has placed you um, at the bank or at the library or, you know, whatever committee that you serve on, wherever you volunteer, God has put you in those positions, you didn't just randomly show up one day and be like, oh, here I am. Um, God knew every single thing that would happen throughout your entire life. And the Bible tells us that every good blessing comes from God. Every good thing that you have is only because God gave it to you. It's not because you were special or talented or you did something cool. Although we do have to play our part. Every <laughs> blessing that you have is because God gave you that blessing. And where you are is because God put you there. Unless you're somewhere in sin, in which case God did not put you there and go somewhere else. And like, listen to where he told you. Um, so I guess that's a caveat there. But God placed you with the people that he placed you with so that you could love them right where you are. And that's so important. So good. Brittany, thank you so much for joining me on the podcast today. I know this is definitely going to be an encouragement to people and where can they find you to continue gain encouragement from you? Yeah. Thank you so much for asking. So the best place to find me online is my website, equippinggodlywomen.com. We have a ton of free resources there. We have blog posts and another really fun thing that is coming up is we have the called to act conference coming up here very, very, very soon. Um, September 13th through 15th. It is a free three-day online conference, all on the topic of finding and following God's will for your life. We have some incredible speakers. It's all online and it's all for free. So I would love for anybody to go ahead, check out the link in the show notes to be able to get signed up for that. And then also you can learn more about the conference on the website and you can learn more about the book on the website as well. So the book again is follow God's will, biblical guidelines for everyday life. And you can get the first chapter for free going ahead and getting signed up on the website. All right. Awesome. You guys go get logged in, go sign up for the conference. I'll provide a link for that um, as well. And again, Brittany, thank you so much for coming on today and you guys go give her a follow. Talk to you guys next episode. Thank you. It was so fun.
Hey guys, I hope you enjoyed today's episode and I pray that God taught you something through the story of the person you just listened to and that their encouragement really does have a positive influence on your day and on your walk with God. If this positive If this podcast has done that for you, please go leave a five-star rating and review over on Apple Podcasts and just let people know uh, what this podcast has done for you so that they can direct other people to come listen. I really appreciate you guys tuning in each and every week. God bless and talk to you next week. Thank you for listening to this episode that is part of the Spark Media Network that can now be heard on the Edify app.